This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the MVM Show. I'm Titus with my co-host tonight, Travis. How y'all doing tonight? It's good to be here. Good to be here. It's good to be alive. It's almost duck season. Yeah, man. Wasn't wasn't this morning so cool, man? Dude. I mean, here in the Central Valley, it's been, what, 114 degrees? Right. And smoking hot, you know, and I'm like thinking, do I got neoprene waders? I'm like, do I want to go out there in this weather, this heat, right. and sweat? I mean, I I could lose, you know, 50 pounds and it wouldn't hurt me a bit, but I don't yeah, want to sweat here. it out in one, one uh, afternoon or one morning walking across a mucky pond, right. you know? Or or drop a bird and and you know I'm not with you Walk. and I don't yeah. have a dog, you know, dog and I'm running across and you've seen oh, me you man, know what I'm saying dude. breathing for air and you're like should we call nine one one now I might have lost Met a flight someone told me that did you lose weight and I said I might have chased some birds this week <laughs> in Nebraska or lost so. some blood to those mosquitoes out there dude, huh? I can see them in the video about, yeah you can see them playing as day swarming around swarming because <laughs> that 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 video that dropped today it was in the evening no wind yeah and they were dude they were tearing us up yeah but going back today I mean look at it would. Dropped what twenty degrees yeah, overnight. Yeah, like seventy-seven. A high. Got today. some rain, some wind, and it's like, oh yeah, I could be out there right now. Oh, dude, I was like, I'll <laughs> put my rain jacket on and let's kill some ducks. Nope. Let's go for it. So uh, yeah, I just uh, just kind of touch over what we got going on this week. I just got back from Nebraska. What is today? Today is Monday. Monday, Monday. And I just got back from Nebraska on Wednesday. Was Tuesday? it Wednesday? Wednesday. No, yeah, Wednesday night. I got Wednesday home about night. eleven o'clock. End up having to leave for work at three in the morning. I was that yeah, the was first time I seen you when you got back. I was like, man, that dude's in a bad mood, man. He's like, dude, not I was talking exhausted. to anybody. He's just like walking around like a zombie. I man. was exhausted. You looked, you looked wasted. I was, and I, me and Harrison knew because he has a lot of work to do too. You know, with school and he's working almost full time. So we were just like, dude, we got to catch up while we're here. But then you're there and you're wanting a duck hunt. And yeah. it's just like, ah, you go go we, go go. I felt go, like we go. caught up Monday morning. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. It was Monday morning. But then we messed ourselves all up Tuesday morning, Wednesday, or Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Yeah. And I was like, forget it. I'm yeah. just going to 
and watch those videos, man. I got my blood pumping. It's like, dude, dude, that's it's, so unfair. I'm I'm here, sweating to death, 114 degrees. But you know what? It's made me worse. Me and Harrison, birds. Me and Harrison are are talking like, I don't know if that was a good idea. It messed us up because now we you, you got, got a lull. taste. Yeah, and now we got that lull. Yeah, you got a lull. Yeah. I think Matt from my Prairie Sportsman, he can pretty much drive, keep driving. He can keep finding openings of seasons. Chasing the till. Chasing the till. Like, I know. Yeah. So, anyways. So, yeah, that was a great hunt. That was Those were great hunts. I mean, we we had one skunk out of five hunts. We limited. Dude, we limited the first day four guy limit. Second day four man limit. Third day we shot 11 or 12 birds out of four guys. Fourth day was a skunk, and fifth day four limits again. That, nice. That was worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, worth every second. I mean, if you can complain about it, one skunk out of that, that's you're being pretty harsh. Exactly. I, it was just fun just sitting out there, seeing the sunset, and talk, getting to know you know Matt and these yeah. guys better, and Devin and them. It was really cool. Yeah, I, I can imagine and, watching someone on YouTube, and then you know, yeah. get to meet them in person. And, did you notice I did that in the first video? I was like, it's kind of weird standing right next to you. Like yeah. we see each other on video, and now exactly. we're we're actually hanging out. You know, becoming friends, yeah. closer friends and stuff. That's so. cool. That's pretty cool. What'd you What'd you have going on the last week? Oh, a lot of work. You know, it's been hot. I've been wanting to get some some of my birds for my clients mounted. And um, did you do any? That's kind of pressing week? on me. No, I mean it's been 120 degrees in my garage. Yeah. You know, and so um, tonight I went. You know, just kind of inventory everything again and kind of made a game plan and hopefully to get some of those things uh, done. You know. Get them out mm-hmm. of my hair before you doing any this weekend. The season gets going great. I'll probably skin a few birds out, and um, you know, just try to just try to get some prep done, and then I can hit it when you know, we got that low in November when it gets kind of yeah. slow here and knock a bunch out. You know, what I'm saying not a lot of birds going. Maybe you know, plus you got some holidays in there that you can have some free yeah, time you know, to maybe, do. It. Maybe go hunt in the morning and or hunt the after do one in the morning. Go hunt the afternoon. Yeah, I already have it prepped and just you know basically assembly and. Get some of those things done, you know. Try not yeah. got the majority of the ones I got left to do, but yeah, yeah. organizing decoys and you know, I've been doing a little bit of that. And yeah, we're getting our um, we're we got somebody else going on. It's not going to be a podcast partner, but we got another guy that sent us sent us a bunch of stuff to rig all of mine and Thomas's decoys up. It's those bungee deals for the J. It's not J weights, but it's yeah. double J basically. Okay, they're all slick, they're super nice. So he's covering all of us for that, and Sweet. we're gonna. Be showing you guys if you watch our videos, you'll be you can check them out. It's super legit stuff. Like we were talking last year with this with him, and uh, it just it was basically halfway through the season, it wasn't worth it for him. But so we got that going on. I was one, I was like, man, are are, are they gonna get here? Because I'm wanting to rig, my, I'm like in the mode, like, yeah, uh, let's rig, let's clean, let's pack, let's yeah, exactly. charge everything up, get the bat. I mean, I'm get all your batteries, I'm ready, get dude. all your gear lined up. Huh, I'm so ready, make a list, check it twice. Yep, definitely. That reminds me, have you been naughty or nice? <laughs> that video, i've watched that video so many times dude uh, i don't know yeah no all right well guys before we get this podcast going we just uh want to just kind of go over a week and something we might be adding on if we don't have a guest kind of what's going on but i wanted to go over our partners real quick before and we got some new ones today so you might want to pay attention to this first off and foremost we're going to bring out to you motion ducks so if you've watched our channel at all, if you know anything about it, or if you listen to the podcast with Ben from Motion Ducks, guys, he has a spreader jerk rig system that is money. I'll just tell you that right now. 
we've been using it for two years, this product. We've never partnered with them, so it's not like we just jumped on the bandwagon trying to shout these guys out. We know this product inside and out. We've seen it work for ourselves. Motion ducks, but here's the ticket. Here's the key for you guys, right? This is for just the duck season, and it will end when duck season's over, but I'm telling you, pick up the gear now. Put in the code MVM. If you need me to say something that's a little bit more plainly, I'll say Mike, Victor, Mike, MVM. You go put that in. So you pick up any of the spreaders. You pick up the um, the feeders, which is a two decoy system, or you pick up any of the other ones that are four, and then you can make attachments. You pick that up. You put the code MVM in, and you order it. Ben is going to send you guys a weight bag for free, and that's a $15 value, so that's pretty cool. So, guys, go put that code in. If you want to pick one of those up, you didn't miss the deal because we did that video. I think it's got over 10,000 views already now, and a lot of people benefited off that, and it's basically the same thing again. But the cool part is it's for the duck season. It's on this podcast. Go check it out, MVM on motionducks.com. Also, we're partnered with and glad to be partnered with Yukonuba Dog Food. Guys, I, I preach this in and out. My vet was so impressed by Rocky's hair coat, which is my black lab, and he was so impressed with his teeth, the cleanliness of his teeth, and just the overall shape that Rocky looks in, and not to be partial, but he's pretty legit looking lab. But I like black labs. Anyways, super nice hair coat, and that's coming from the vet, good weight, good teeth, and also what I like the most is, and this is not something you're going to see overnight, is the chondroitin and the glucosamine that's in it that will help with joints, because we all know labs get kind of tore up after so many seasons of hunting hard. They start losing, you know, mobility in their their joints. So that's what I love about you, Canuba. Also, we're with Old Town Canoes and Kayaks. I can't wait, guys. You got to go check them out. They make some quality, legit stuff. We have yet to put it in the water. We're waiting for season to start. But I want to tell you right now, compared to what you're going to go down at most places and buy, it is well, well built, well made. Me and Thomas are pumped to use them. And these guys... Their customer service is incredible. I want to tell you right now, they don't mess around. They take care of their customers. So, guys, go check out Old Town. Old Town and on the internet. Google it if you don't know it. I'm telling you, good stuff. So, today we're going to talk about the passion for duck hunting. It's more than a passion. I should have, like, <laughs> I should have, yeah, I should start have music in the back, angels singing in the background. <laughs> So, man, let's, Travis, why don't you give your why first? Thomas is not here today. He got called in. We had this scheduled. So, um, why don't you give your why? What's your why? What's, why? Hmm. what's your why for duck hunting? So, let's let's go back to the beginning. I started out when I was nine years old. I got my uh, hunting license, and my uncle took me duck hunting. And I sat on the bank. I didn't have waders. I didn't kill a single bird. But it was cool. I mean, I had fun. And then I didn't go ducking again until I was probably, well, yeah, maybe 15, 16. And I uh, went again, and I don't know what it was that first day. I think I maybe killed two two birds. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, some, a fire just lit in me. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I became uh, obsessed, you know, with, with ducks. Um, I don't know what it was, but, it, you know, being out there the, the morning and – sunrise and you know seeing the birds come in it just something something lit inside of me that has lasted you know for uh well i'll be 47 this year and so you know 30 30 something years it's just uh every can you can you put that fully into words 
No, I don't know. It's just something that's just part of me now. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's just something that... I mean, I've had interest in other things, you know what I'm saying? It lasts for a while, then you get bored yeah, with right, it, and you're right. like, eh, whatever, you know? And um, duck hunting has took you know preeminence um, as far as a a pastime mm-hmm. in my life. And, I mean, and, and to see where I started from, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I went duck hunting, I was the only person that went duck hunting for, as you know, for years yeah, yeah. and years and years. Your, I went dad, your dad didn't even go for a long time, no, right? No, he didn't. And I would talk to, you know, I would convince other young guys yeah. that I knew, hey, let's go duck hunting, you know? And I would, I would, you know, take him out there and no one really seemed to, to uh, be as passionate about it as I was. They'd go once or twice and yeah, whatever, you know, but um, it, it just, it, I don't know. I just, I, I live for it. You know what I'm saying? People, other you know friends I knew said I was obsessed by ducks, mm-hmm. and um, you know living at home, when I was living at home at the time I had my whole room was decorated in ducks. Mm-hmm. It was duck hunting, you know. Yeah, there was uh, some sewer ponds by my house, and I would go over there almost every day after school, um, and just take my my binoculars and just you know bird watch mm-hmm. ducks. You know what I'm saying? Watch them fly. Yeah, and it was just it was a obsession, and man, it's it's lasted, and and you know I don't see it going anyway, um, anytime soon. Yeah. You know, it's it's become. Basically, a part of me, I would, I would say, a, a big part of my life. Um, you know, and it doesn't replace, you know, my 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 faith in God, my family. Mm-hmm. But as a pastime, I I'm I'm a duck hunter, like through and through. Yeah, yeah. And you know, is that like something God puts in you? You know, like in I don't know. I think it's just appreciation for for you know what I'm saying the beauty of His creation. Um, not only the the ducks, but just the the environment, and um, you know. Just seeing things that that you're not gonna see sitting at home on the couch, right? You know, you're not gonna see the things, and I mean, I, I still have vivid images in my mind mm-hmm. of moments um, by myself with friends. You know, it's just right stuff that you'll never forget. It's priceless. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a and that's a hard question to answer. Is what's your why? Because it's like, why do I do this? Why yeah. do I go out there? Why do I get up early? Why do I? S- set up the way I do. Why do I like hunting ducks? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can put it into words. Yeah. I mean, I know where it started. I, yeah. I you mean, I could sit here and tell you the same story. It's, yeah. it's funny because I didn't realize how similar ours was. It was almost the same ages. Uh-huh. So like nine, and I've said this in a lot of podcasts and the videos too, nine, my dad, they said I was younger. I'm per, almost positive I was nine, but maybe I was younger. I don't know. But my dad and Greg Euchre, which is a huge, big-time duck hunter, he still duck hunts to this day. You know Greg Euchre, don't you? I know who he is. Or knew he is, okay. Yeah. Anyways, he uh, he worked for my dad. He was my dad's foreman for years at the trust yard when my dad was doing construction still. And he took my dad out there and, duck, do, you know, Greg was, like, fanatic. I mean, he still is, like, life evolved. My dad said he hated when duck season rolled around because <laughs> that's all Greg would talk about. That's all Greg wanted to do, you know, and... So anyways, we went out there, and I was wearing that purple jacket. You know, I've, sh- I've showed people those pictures yeah. on Instagram and stuff like that. By the way, you guys can follow us on there, and we are also we also have a Facebook page. Let's smear some mud on that jacket, kid. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I think he even had a little bit of a fluorescent <laughs> yellow on there, too. It was definitely like an 80s jacket. But anyways, we went out there, and uh, it's funny because I, I started looking at that picture and zooming in a little bit. I'm like, dude, there's shovelers on there, and there's some gattable. It's funny. And someone said, commented on there, like, oh, you can't get away from those boot lips. Huh? I was like, I guess not. But uh, yeah, that was it. it. Wasn't I wouldn't say it was the funnest thing for me. It's not like I was like, oh, this is awesome because I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't shooting. I was cold. I was wet. I had junky basically waiters. So, 
But then I don't know what happened where we were at. Why you even asked me? It was probably one of those scenarios, like you said, trying to get someone to go. Yeah. Because you're you're 47. Yeah, so, I'll be 47 this year. Okay, November. so you're let, let's just say 11 years older than me. So you would have been 26. I was 15. Okay. And like I said, I always I love this story. Just it's funny to me. But you brought me like a bunch of big. Because my dad was always a super health freak, you know. We didn't have junk food in the I house. We didn't you. have. He did, dude. It was your, it's your fault that I am a soda addict and everything else to this day. But no, my dad, uh, you know, we didn't have no sodas in the house. I mean, nothing like that. And uh, I think the wildest thing we ever had to drink in our fridge was orange chocolate juice. milk. <laughs> You're pushing it, man. But anyways. Uh, uh, you brought me a bag or us a bag full of Jack in the Box greasy tacos, man. I was like, "Is this okay to do this?" You know, like, am I supposed to be allowed to eat well, this way at three in the morning? You know, <laughs> and if I remember right, we were driving out to one of the refugees you started at, and it was foggy, I believe. We drove uh, out there. I wonder where it was that. Do even you remember, remember anything about that? I, I do. Just, you remember? I, I remember me? showing up at your house. I remember. Bringing the tacos. Do you remember if we shot anything? I don't remember if we shot anything. I don't even remember where we went. I, I would assume that we probably hunted Mendota because um, I hunted Mendota for for years. And um, it was probably Mendota, but I don't remember no, if we it was. anything. I don't either. I, did I even have a gun? I think you did. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I know I, I took my hunter safety when I was nine, so yeah, I know I was sure licensed. I don't know. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I probably did because that obviously is where it started for me. Uh-huh. But like you said, to say, oh, I was I was going out 40 times a year ever since then, all the way till my age now, no, I wasn't. I mean, there was a lot of things in life, getting a teenage year, yeah, you know, marriage, marriage, uh, military yeah. job. So to say to where I feel like, and I went, I still went quite a bit, so it's not like I didn't go, but I would say to the point where I was almost basically obsessed. Hooked. And like to where I'm trying to figure out why they're doing this. I'm not just going out there to hunt, but I'm trying to figure out why they're doing this. You know, the deeper reasons. I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago. Yeah. To like to be like, plus I was gone to Afghanistan too. So that is obviously doesn't count as a year or two. But anyways, I don't know, maybe nine or something like that. I don't know. But I just, because I mean, I went back and I thought maybe it wasn't that long. And I go back and look at my reservation. I'm like, wow, actually it has. Time flies. Yeah, that's crazy. So. Like I said, been duck hunting for a long time, but to really say that I'm trying to not just go with someone else and trying to go out by myself, which is a huge thing to learn. I've learned so much from you, and then going out by myself, learning things too that yeah, I probably wouldn't probably have learned. The best teacher, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, experience, yeah, experience. Yeah. So my why, you know, it's. I mean, there's just. I okay. So here's the thing. And every waterfowler is going to completely understand this. And people that are big game people aren't going to if they don't duck hunt. Yeah. Because there's people that think we're completely crazy and make fun of us. But some of those same people that made fun of us are big time duck hunters now. Like really, like overnight. Yeah. But but here's my thing. And I'm, I'm not downing shooting big game. You've shot some really nice buck, deer and bucks and some other stuff, turkey hunt and all that stuff. And those are great. Anything outdoors is just awesome and great. Yeah, right? exactly. But like... Nothing has pulled me back, and I can think of like okay. So I go out, I go hunt for deer. I spend the three, four days. I go out there the weekend or maybe a week. I used to go all the time with my dad for two weeks elk hunting, and that's a rush too. Actually, archery 
elk hunting is, is a rush. Yeah, I can imagine. But once it's done, it's a one-time deal. It's a big memory. It is a big block of memory. Yes. But it's a one-time thing. Whereas, to me, I feel like every time you shoot a bird, it that's a memory in itself each time. Yeah. Right? Do you agree with that? I do, yeah. I mean, every hunt is almost like a brand new chapter of a book. Yeah. Of a book yeah. that you don't want to put down. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you're you're living that that chapter. Totally. Um, every day every day in the marsh is different. You know what I'm saying? You can have an awesome day where you know the birds are flying and you're limited out in you know hour and a half, two hours. I've been out there days where it took me all day to kill three birds. Right. But I've loved the, the days with three birds just as much as I love the one I totally told out. You know, uh, limited out in two hours. It's just you know there's special moments in each each time you go duck hunting. Um, I've been out there days when I didn't see a bird in the sky. And mm. Those aren't always the fun days. You, know, no. you come home, you got a crink in your neck from just scanning. Yeah, because it's to fun to birds. see something. Like if even if you don't shoot nothing, at least you're seeing birds. But when you ain't yeah. seen birds, like nothing but mosquitoes, it's kind of like yeah. I've had days like that. You uh, know, this is where are they at? This is tough. You know, it's like are they <clears> ever yeah. going to be here? Yeah. But yeah, and then I think it's when you have those days when it's just you know something epic happens. You know, maybe it's just one. Even moment. like you said, even one flight. Yeah, and it can just be like you know what that was that was so awesome. You know? Yeah, totally. That, that image is ingrained in your yep. mind. You know, for for a, a long time, you know, yep. and it carries you over to the next hunt, to the next hunt, to the next hunt. And totally, it just keeps bringing you back. You know, it's like I know I was addicted to Mountain Dew for a while. Just the next one was just know, as that's good as the one before. You don't even drink that anymore, do you? No. <laughs> do you ever crave it? Two thousand gallons. You know, what I'm saying I should be done. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Do you the nectar of the gods, as you call it? I don't really crave it anymore. Really? Yeah. What it. Now, have you had any at all in the last two months? Yeah, I've drank it. Like, I mean, I drink, and it was okay. Like, it wasn't like I haven't drank like the the original one, which was my favorite. What'd you drink? Like a code red. It's uh, just like, do you feel? <laughs> do you feel like if you drink a sip of it, if you, I do, it's, it's over. I'll, you I'll think go so? Back. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's over. Well, well let's not and, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I know, huh? Your cravings. Just, you're gonna buy one tomorrow morning <laughs> on the way no, to work. I'm not. I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, I think God's designed that. In us to put that that in us with whether it's waterfowl, big game, just nature, because the, the Bible say nature itself teaches you, you know these things. Yeah, we see it, so it's just like yeah. it puts that desire. And it says, "Hey, the heavens declare the glory of God." You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When, when, when you got a flight of cinnamons sw- swirling around, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, heavenly. It's awesome. It's it just is, like dude. holy moly. You just sit there and in, in awe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do I want to shoot them? Yeah, but seeing them fly and and you know just watching them. In, in perfect harmony and yeah. sequence, you know, it's just like, it's just, I don't know. I think that, and that's what's hard for non-hunters. Does something to me. To understand is, well, if you guys, you guys are full of it because if you, if you think they're so graceful and beautiful birds, then why are you shooting them? It's like, you know, I've, I've listened to some pretty cool podcasts. I think it's Steve Rinella or something. They, they did a really cool, I was like, man, that was a great idea. He did a podcast with like a, um, oh, my mind's going to go blank. Not a vegan. He's basically, I don't know if he was PETA or what he was, but they actually had a decent, now they were agreeing to disagree because they obviously both didn't agree with each other, <laughs> but it was like cool to see both sides where they could just talk about it and not like start screaming at each other. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. Man, I can't remember what that guy was. Someone that's heard that one's probably yelling on the, <laughs> the radio right now, dude. It's this one, but anyways, it was really, it was really cool. But it was Steve Rinella, I believe, that did that podcast. But anyways, so we got a few points to bring out. We talked about what's our why, and we're talking about the passion for duck hunting. 
And I bet you, if you guys want, let me do this. How about this? For you listeners, um, can you send us in an email about your passion, for why you have a passion for duck hunting? Maybe you can put it into words different than we do. Email midvalleymercenaries at gmail.com or you can go on Facebook and message us or you can go on Instagram and send a message through there. All the, all those, you can find us midvalleymercenaries. And uh, let us know in there, why, why do you have a passion for duck hunting? I guarantee you, you all listen out there today have people telling you like, why do you like that so much? Why are you so into that? Why do you got to go every weekend? Why do you got to go every Wednesday? Why why are you non-existent when duck season rolls around, you know? <laughs> we hear that. It's but it's nice, you know, cuz it's now it's not just your wife, it's not just mine and like yeah. we said our wives have gotten used to it honestly a lot yeah, more. We've, we've trained them well. We've trained them well. Yeah, we trained them. And we've we talked about that in podcast <laughs> with Matt. Uh, I think our last podcast we were talking about you got to get the girl, you got to be settled in your ways before you marry a girl cuz if you try to break her into duck hunting after it's going to be a little rough. They may not understand. <laughs> it's going to be a little <laughs> bit of a rocky road. But anyways, back into the passion for the duck hunting, um, the diversity of it. You were talking about that. Yeah, you know what? I think um, duck hunting is so diversified. You think about all the gear that we use, mm-hmm. you know, and it seems like... Was, At each place. Yeah. What what they use in Nebraska is different than we use in California. What they Probably use on the coast style. Yeah. on the San Francisco Bay is different than what you use here in the grasslands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think, you know, just, uh, I mean, look at how many calls are on the market. You know, everybody's got their favorite call. Saturated. Um, decoys. Everybody's got their favorite decoys. It's so diversified of what kind mm-hmm. of decoy you want to float. You know, and somebody will argue their point for this decoy versus yeah. this decoy. Um, you know, motions, motion decoys have been coming something in the last, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years has become a big thing. And they're always coming up with new products. You know what I'm saying? So it's so diversified in, in, in motion. Um, you know, what kind of shells do you want to shoot? Um, what kind of gun do you want to shoot? What kind of choke tube do you want to use? I mean, there's so many factors that can play a role into just prepping for duck season. Um, not to not to you know mention. Um, I was talking to you about this earlier. You know, you go dove hunting. What are you going to shoot? Doves. Doves. Does any dove look different than the other dove? No. Nah. They all look the same. Um, you know, big game hunting. Yeah, you shoot. You shoot a monster buck, and trust me. I'd love Incredible. to shoot a monster buck, right. huge bull elk, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that would be a, a rush of a lifetime. Mm. But like we talked about, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you shoot that thing you one week out of the year. Duck hunting, I mean, our season will last from October to the end of January. Mm-hmm. So it's a long season. And every, like I said, every time we go out there, it's a new chapter in the book. Right. And the you know we're hunting ducks, but every species is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't care what bird it is. There is some beauty and attraction to that bird. Mm-hmm. Um. They're all different. Why don't they all look the same? Why? Why isn't there one one duck? You know, why isn't there Even one the goose? same species look can be different yeah. size? Yeah, you know, size, bigger mouth, uh, smaller mouth. You know, you get you get uh, hybrids or yeah, whatever. Hybrids. You know, mm. it's just so diversified. The beauty of of, of waterfowl and yeah, um, you never know what a day's gonna bring. You know, you may go out there one day and kill a couple of mallards, um, some teal and a, and, a, and a bull sprig. You know, the next mm. time you kill widgeon or. You know, whatever know. it is, but it's crazy. It, you don't know what the day's gonna bring, and mm-hmm. that's just so. Well, you could be early November killing drab ducks that are yeah. pulled, plumed out, and then I've shot a stud widgeon. Yeah, it's like what in the world? Yeah, you know, or a cinnamon that looks really plumed out. You yeah, know? and you're uh, Johnny did that last year. Yeah, he was early in the season. I mean, that thing was studded out. Yeah. It was a cinnamon, cinnamon till I cannot believe the yeah. colors in that thing. So I think just that that aspect of the diversity is just mm-hmm. something that's just. It's really cool, you know, and um, 
I mean, this this is maybe a little bit ahead or behind, but you know, just getting ready for for duck season. Um, you know, we got that Marco Polo going, and, and, yeah. I, and I put on there. I go, you know, waiting for duck season. It's kind of like when you're sitting in the interview, and you know that 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 feeling you get when you have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and you just can't wait to get get going. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, go. yeah. Duck season's like that, man. It's like as the days get closer, it's just like the the tension and the excitement. Just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. Then you get days like this you know? with the weather's like yeah, that. and then just in, or you're driving down the road. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You see these these birds um, flying across the sky, and you're like, all right, one more day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got there, and it's gonna be for, be for real. One day closer. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's just something. The whole diversity of duck hunting is just part of why I have a passion for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that could be a. I guess that could be a pretty broad subject too. It could. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cover a lot of different things. Being, you know, um, I don't know if this is exactly diversity, but um, the, not only like the talking about the birds, but just the people. Yeah, the different I don't know refuges. If that, I guess I don't, yeah, exactly. The diversity of the refuges and the people that are at these refuges, because yeah. it seems like there's different types of people at different <laughs> refuges. And that's not necessarily a bad thing or anything like that. I'm not being negative, but like... You know, other refuges, we got the grasslands, we got the Sac Valley, we got so- SoCal, we got NorCal, like past the Sac Valley. Yeah. You got the Butte Sink, you got all these places, and I'm just talking California, obviously, and that there is big-time diversity in that. I mean, some are taken care of better than others, some are kind of neglected a little bit, some, you know, you can always shoot these birds, they're known for this, and you know, it's just, it's pretty neat. It's, we... We didn't branch out like we used to that we have in the last three years. We yeah. really started branching out, and it's it's kind of open. It's kind of been neat, though. It's kind of cool that it's been more recent that we did that because that, you know, just it's almost like starting over again. It is, in a sense. You're learning a new refuge. And their system's different. System. Yeah, yeah. It's, it ain't the same as the ones we used yeah, to exactly. always go to. So Yeah, and you talked about, you know, hunting with different people. I mean, look where it's blossomed from when I was by myself hunting. And to, good friends. To what, Yeah. You know, people that, that out of state people I've uh you know grown up with and, and you know it's it's kind of like giving us something more to to take our friendship even deeper mm-hmm. than it was before because we have another com- commonality mm-hmm. that we can we can talk about. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. not something we just talk about during duck season. Right, right. Obviously. I mean know. it's a, it's definitely more. I mean, like I don't think we talk about during duck season, I really and maybe this isn't a good thing, but <laughs> I don't think we talk about anything but ducks during duck season. Honestly, every time I see you, we see each other. Yeah. And we see each other a lot. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. I'm like, man, I don't even know what else to talk about. Yeah, if you took, well, I mean, what would we talk about if you took duck hunting out of our lives? <laughs> I mean, come on. Man, are we shallow, Travis, or are we deep? What's the true meaning here? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. Is anybody else out like that? Let us know. <laughs> Guys, if you can, give us a rating review. Please. It helps us out. We need. Your only friends are duck hunters. Is that a bad thing? Well, maybe are you only friends five months of the year? Or no, like we were saying, we're we're always talking about it. It definitely slows down right after season ends. Yeah, but have you noticed? Going into to depression. me, this yeah, literally. <laughs> but have you noticed this year we haven't really let off of the topic? And I think it's just because last year wasn't that good. Like we kept like oh, I'm already. It made it worse because now you have to really still want to go. Now you got to wait nine know, months. Yeah, for trying around again. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of tough. It's getting but. closer, man. It is. It's uh, 
It's almost like your wedding day is coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say better. <laughs> Sir, don't listen to this. I can get away with it. Oh, man. Um, uh, let's see here. Memories. Memories. Man. That's that can we can finish the rest of that up just with that topic right there. <laughs> but I tell you what, the passion for duck hunting has brought so many memories. And like Travis said, the just the conversations and and the people that we've met, the relationships we've made has been pretty awesome. Yeah, it has. Honestly. It has. Out of state, like I mean I feel like I got so much closer to Matt, and then I met Devin, I met Heath. Then um, we, I, I text Adam Stam all the time. I don't think he even listens to podcasts, but uh-huh. Adam Stam out of Wisconsin. I'm good friends now with uh, Austin Rogotsky. They're out of Wish, uh, Wisconsin. And, I mean, I could say your name, all these guys now from YouTube, and I, I guess I'll announce it on here. It, it hasn't been made public on YouTube. This is a totally different platform, so I'm just going to say it. But a new member to our Flyways Collective is Josh from Outdoor Limits. So you're going to be seeing us together. They announced it on um, Duck Gun Chronicles podcast. So you guys check them out. They're our, our brother podcast over there, uh, Jordan Elliott. But they had on Josh from Outdoor Limits, and he announced that he's going to be joining us, and he's part of the Flyways Collective. So you'll see us all sharing each other's stuff around. But, I mean, you got Thomas in uh, Virginia Outdoors Unlimited. He's there in Virginia. And then you got Matt from nebraska you got um jordan from indiana you got elliot elliot from kansas and josh from kansas yeah did i forget anybody i don't think so but it's that's a pretty diverse i mean we got all the flyways covered yeah it's pretty neat what i thought was cool too is you know watching those till hunts you guys went on is uh watching you know um matt's videos you know his perspective yeah you see it from a different perspective you know and Mm -hmm. different angles and it was just really, I mean, it was cool. It was like watching an extended version, you know, mm-hmm. something. And I enjoyed it. It was. It, it was, was like, really cool. It was like yeah. a double whammy. I, I liked it, too. I looked forward to it. Because we posted ours at the same time today. We talked uh-huh. to each other. Like, hey, let's just both do it at 2 o'clock and see if they kind of feed off each other or something. But Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was really neat because it was almost like two different hunts. In a sense, yeah. Almost, huh? Like, it, you see yeah. the same things happening, but it was just, just a, different a different perspective. perspective. Different point of view. Crazy. Yeah. Pretty neat. It was, it was really I mean, you cool. could stick a cam on all the four of us out there, and I bet you totally would have got a different yeah deal. So that's pretty neat. And two, I think it's cool. Like you know, you're talking about you know these friendships you develop and stuff like that. You know, um, Thomas, your brother. You know, in the past yeah. however many years, he started hunting yeah. with you. And you know, what I'm saying it's just another way that you guys, I think, have grown closer and, mm-hmm. and have something more in common because I mean, there is a, an age difference there, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of you know, I think brought you guys closer together and and developed yeah, definitely a, a, has. a cool bond and you know, what I'm saying a deeper. I mean, you're always brothers, but right. you're saying a deeper friendship. Right. Um, and I think that's a really cool aspect of it, you know? Yeah. I, I Honestly, I'm really glad he got into it because I've asked him on the podcast before, I'm like, and privately, you know, like, you had bad hunts, like the first three hunts. I mean, why did you even come back? I never begged him. I didn't even ask him. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think I invited him to go duck hunting with us. I don't think. He just knew we were diehards. Yeah. And I think he just said, hey, I want to try it out. I was like, yeah. I was, like, actually really happy he wanted to. You know, because Tom's kind of, he. I mean, he just he just does what he's going to do. He If he wants to do it, he'll do it. If he yeah. don't, he don't. He just don't do it. And so when he did it and he kept coming back, yeah, we just kind of fell into really a lot closeness. I mean, me and him, dude, have honestly, both of us, uh, I don't know if it was last season or the one before, on our way to the 
it was it was crazy. Well, we're head out there. I'm driving. We take turns driving stuff. If it's just me and him, I'm driving. He pull over, pull over. He's sicker than a dog. Throw it, pulls over the side of the road. He's puking his guts out. And we're still going duck hunting. So you know what? I couldn't let him beat me. Guess what I had next week? Stinking flu, stomach flu virus. Well, I remember that day when uh, you know when I went with you guys yes. and we went out there. Yes, and, we and met. You're yeah. going through that. Uh, we were we're going out the to, jungles to, of to, Vietnam to our spot, and we're going through <laughs> tulies that are higher than our heads, and we were having to beat I, it down I like for, I was in for Vietnam. how far? A mile? A long ways, dude. I mean, it was a long ways. We not only, not to include the walk out. Beat there. through that stuff and. and yeah. I can need tell machetes you were out sicker there. than a dog. Well, you know what I'm so saying? Sick. But we got out there and we we killed some birds that day. We mm-hmm. lost some. We birds, did all right. We we got some mallards. Yeah, I we did a good day. Thomas shot a canvas back. Mm-hmm. Seen that flight of what eight or nine uh, blue cinnamons. wings? Oh no, no, those blue wings. Remember? Did we see cinnamons too? We did, but I, I just remember the blue wings because there was probably yes. about five drakes in and there. None of us had our guns ready, and we were just getting there. We were just, just fixing to throw yeah. out our decoys, and our guns were kind of plumed out. Yeah, they were beautiful birds, and you're just like, oh, blue wings, you know? Yeah, it never came back, unfortunately. But I know I still not grasping that I was out there shooting bluing after bluing after bluing. <laughs> but when they're you know they're brown, you just it's not clicking in your head as much. Yeah, but it's pretty cool blues. now. Yeah, because I was telling Matt, I said, man, my first bluing I ever shot was last year. Was it last year or the year before last? Yeah, was it last year. No, because that was two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Yeah, and I doubled. I I shot two, and they were both drakes. And that was after all these years of hunting. That was the first ones I shot. I mean, we never that was seen this them. Year. Was it? Pretty sure it was this year. I think you're right. I was closer to opening. Yeah, it was like a week after opening or the following yeah. Wednesday or something. Because Thomas actually killed a couple, but they were hands, weren't they? Was, I don't remember. He was I don't so think upset he, or something that dude. He had shot we hands. jumped. We jumped a flock of like twenty, and we both. I already had two, uh-huh. and I we missed all three <laughs> shots a piece. I was like, oh, we were so mad. But I don't remember where I ventured off from what we were talking about originally before that. That's, you were talking about memories, I guess. You know, yeah, just we're just of, memories. Of hunting. And, that's crazy. Yeah. Every, you know, and it's hard to live in. It's kind of hard to live in the moment. To really enjoy the moment until you can always enjoy it really good later. Retrospect. Yeah. Yes. Retrospect. Why is that? Why can't you just right at this very moment enjoy because every second? Because it's that next rush. It's that next flock that's coming in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you you, you know how it is. You've got these birds coming in. You, you shoot one. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's awesome. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, okay, there's some more coming. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you kind of, you, you don't relish that hunt until you look back on it, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what's really cool about the YouTube aspect. You know, I'm videoing it. Mm. You know, 50 years from now, I won't be Yeah, lying. think about it. <laughs> but, you know, um, Say 20 years from now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That'll put me at what? 60, 67? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, 67. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say 30 or 40 years. You, you know, to be able to look back on those 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 moments and times and, and you know, when I was younger, we had basically photographs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I remember certain aspects of it. But when you got a whole hunt on video and you can look back and remember that, it's going to be pretty special just to be able to go back and, and relive those moments again in your mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, when your body doesn't let you do the things that you did back then. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, it is. 100%. Even just a couple of years ago, it's it's cool watching those, you know. But yeah. imagine, like you we'll said, see 15 years up, from now. Talent, oh. talent grow up on video. You know I know. What I'm saying? Literally. And, um, Too bad I wouldn't have had all the old stuff, even older, way back further yeah, than that. Yeah, I got a picture of him when he's, I don't know, five maybe? Mm-hmm. Four or five out there in the duck pond. Um. You know, and just to see what, you know, where he's at now and what he's turned into, you know, it's yeah. just like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. How fast time goes by. I know. The memories are, are really you know, special. Right. It's cool. 
Well, we're going to try to end this thing up 45 minutes. So we just got about seven or eight minutes left. We'll, we'll uh, let's dive into a couple more things here. Um, duck hunting as in a lifestyle. So we're talking about the passion for duck hunting. So it being a lifestyle, cause it's not just a hobby. No. Right. It's not. It's like, how do you, how do you describe lifestyle for Shh, duck hunting though? I don't know. I, it's, when I drive down the road and you know every every pothole I pass, every pond I pass, I'm glancing over there to see if there's birds. I don't mm-hmm. care what time of year it is. Right. I've I mean I've had my wife tell me, Hey, you know you keep your eyes on the road, you're gonna kill us all. <laughs> Bearing off the road. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm watching oh, a flight of honkers come over. You know, <laughs> you're, and, and, you're hitting those things <laughs> off the road. Honkers fly over my house every day, but sometimes I'll just hear them and I'll just like I'll run outside. You know, it's like that when I was a kid, the ice cream man coming <laughs> yeah. and I'll just watch them fly over, you know, it's just yep. to, to watch them. It's just I'm captivated by it, you know. Yeah. Um, how many times during the off season do you pick up, uh, you Your know, a, a Cabela's, yeah, or a Cabela's uh catalog or Bass Pro, and you look at the ducks, you know, what I'm saying it's like, why am I looking at decoys? You know, it's still six months from season, mm-hmm. you know, or or watching YouTube videos, which kind of carries you through duck season to the next one, you know, just rewatching different right. duck videos from different people, um, you know, it's just it's something that you I think about from the moment. It stops till it starts up again. I'm thinking about duck season, mm-hmm. and it's Literally. like, why? You know, I I can't put it. I can't. I don't think we can put. It I can't words, close huh? it. I can't close the chest on it. You know what I'm saying? I can't either. We always try to figure, like try to talk through it. And we never can really come up with a clear answer. You know? Yeah. Why? Why? Why it doesn't go away? You know? Yeah. It's, and um, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we. I mean, if we want to really know the lifestyle, the meaning of lifestyle, I can sit here and pull up, you know, in, in a diction, <laughs> in the dictionary. Like, how do you define that word lifestyle in itself? Because, because some people I think that's think that's a little dramatic to yeah. describe duck hunting or anything. But like, okay, I, think I took it a little bit step further with with the taxidermy part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. You know, which helps because, keep you in it. Yeah, I mean, because as a kid, I always was fascinated by taxidermy. You know, and I shot birds, and I like I said before, I left, I leave them in the freezer. They'd be in there for years, and I wouldn't do anything with them. And yeah. I'd come home, and my mom had disposed of them without me knowing about it. You know, and um, it was that like that when I got married, I had birds, and my wife finally came to the point where she's like, "You gotta get rid of these birds or start mounting them." And um, you know, and that was something I always wanted to do, mm-hmm. and um, it's something that carries me through in the off season. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. just the beauty of them. You know, just trying to bring them back to life where they look real as real as I can, and always trying to get better at it. But it's like it's it's something that connects me back to to duck hunting. You know, yeah. and and what's really cool about it is meeting people and sharing their stories. You know, what I'm saying like yeah. this bird has significance to them, has meaning to them. You know, what I'm saying, and to me, that's cool to hear their stories of of them harvesting that bird and what it means to them, and then trying to to do something where they're gonna have a memory of that. You know, to last my lifetime is is something that I enjoy as well. Yeah, yeah. What about the complexity, just the complexity of, of duck hunting? You know, it's... Yeah, well, I mean, you got so many different factors. You know, weather plays a huge role in in the complexity of duck season. Where, where are you going to be able to hunt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What if you don't draw a, re- uh, a reservation? You know, is this place going to be packed out? Every hunt you day you're looking. you got to be flexible. Looking, you know yeah. what I'm saying? you got to have a plan A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's not something that's just cut and dry. You know, it's like, okay, we're going up to this mountain. We're going to go hunt this mountain for a deer. You know, duck. You got to be versatile as a duck hunter. You got to be able to adapt and to, you know, think on the fly. You know, or maybe you're out there and, and the birds are not coming where you're at. You got to 
you know, do I make a move? Do I stay here? You know, what are, what are the They're not just the a stupid risk, little bird. <laughs> people think they're just a dumb bird. It's, it's like, no, it don't work that way. These yeah. things are smart, man. Yeah. Super smart. And I've hunted several different, you know, big games and stuff like that, uh-huh. too. And, they're, and they, they're definitely smart in their way, too. But I tell you what, ducks aren't stupid. No, they're not. You don't just go out there, put a couple shells in your gun, and just start yes. whacking birds. That yeah. just don't work that put out way. Put a motion decoy and, yeah. you know. Blow a few times on a duck call and make it happen. It doesn't always work like that. Well, I've never asked this from you guys before. We're getting close to wrapping this up. But for all of you that are still listening to this podcast right now as we come close to wrapping it up, I would ask a big favor of you, and that would be what is your guys's why? Can you put that in the, um, I guess you'd call it the review? Put it down in the review. Um, I'd really like to see what you guys say, and, and I'd like to read it off on the next podcast. So if you go in, if you're listening on iTunes, go in iTunes, and as you look up the show, like what you had to do when you pulled this up, you go in there, click on it, the MVM show, and then you go down, and it says ratings and reviews. And right there, you can tap it and give it five stars or whatever you think it deserves. And then right below where you start seeing people's reviews, it says write a review. Click on that. And I'd really like to hear your guys' why. I'd like to hear your why you're passionate for duck hunting, why you love it, why do you like the memories. Just however you want to word it, just go in there and write a review. And I like to read it off and to share it with others that are listening to us. But before we end this podcast, appreciate Travis for coming by. And uh, I want to read off a few of your guys's. and I, I can't believe I forgot to keep doing this. I said I was going to keep doing it. Probably part of the reason I didn't do it is because I feel like I'm talking about herself but just to share with what people are saying and kind of give them a shout out um scotty dro said awesome podcast he said not from cali but love to hear and compare oh i just messed it up uh where'd it go love to hear and compare well i just had it here uh your california regs and regulations Sorry to hear all the stuff that's going on about the ammo and the crazy waiting period, but love the podcast and your collabs with the other duck guys from YouTube. Keep up the great work, guys. So thank you, Scotty, for writing that in. Also, let's see who else we got. And I know who this is, I believe, but uh, Jen Bart DVM said, California hunters, take note. Love having a California-based duck hunting podcast. These guys are fun to listen to, great audio quality, and great information for new hunters, Jen. Thank you, Jen, for, we appreciate that. It means a lot to us. Glad you guys enjoy it. And we try to, we do try to keep it upbeat. Sometimes if you hear us a little bit drab. <laughs> it's a long day at work. Yeah, I might, in fact, my <laughs> eyes are like rolling in the back of my head right now. I have not caught up from Nebraska. I'm trying to stay upbeat, guys. Don't, don't hate on me too much for sounding a little bit uh, a little bit tired we were supposed to do a podcast uh, three hours ago and we were gonna have some guests on but uh, actually I'll just tell you right now it was gonna be um, Dave Dave from the finisher and uh, he's in the hospital his wife's having a baby right now well that's a good reason to be at the hospital if it's not for him yeah and I told him that he's all man I was really sorry to ditch out on him I'm like dude I think you get a good pass when your wife's having a baby yep. dude. I don't even go there oh let me tell you this you don't have a finisher do you I do not. Okay, I don't even know. Wait, I do have one. Tell him about Okay, me well, year. we. I mean, you can you can ring their necks if you're not going to mount it. Obviously, that's a big no no. If you're going to mount it, do not do that, please. Travis can tell you that. 
or you can um, you can basically suffocate him, which I'm not cool really down with. It's just not. I mean, you can do it. It's it just not fun. Long, it takes a long time, and you feel bad for the bird. I do. <laughs> I feel guilty, and I'm not some tree hugger or whatever. But, anyways, the other way you can do it is you do the old Cajun crunch, and I've done that before. I've tried it, but you know, I just don't have the biting power. Really? <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Oh. <laughs> well, Mallard's head's pretty thick, man. It is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like, eh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Anyways, I can do either way. I've done it all different ways, but the finisher's pretty cool. And so you guys know, we are having our own finishers. Sweet. So Dave hooked us up. In fact, I'm going to show you a picture right now. And if you guys want one, um, they're going to be up on the site here pretty quick if you're into that. Like some people think uh, finishers are dumb, whatever. They just think, oh, just wring their neck. And that's fine. If that's the way you are with it, it really doesn't matter. But I just thrown that out there. We are going to have some finishers with our logo on it. So they look pretty clean. Um, he sent them to me. So they'll be on our website, midvalleym.com. Never mention that on here, but... Some people are like, man, you need to come out with gear. I'm like, where have you been? <laughs> We've had gear for two years. We got hats and we got hoodies and T-shirts and long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts, and we're coming out with more stuff. I want to come out with some more designs, some hats, but just haven't. Uh, not my uh, drawing abilities is not the best. So, anyways, guys, check out midvalleym.com if you want to go look at our stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate Travis for yeah, my pleasure being here today and covering us. Good topic, the passion for duck hunting. I think we can talk for hours and hours and hours about this. I love it. Can't wait. It's getting close. <laughs> October 19th, hammer time. Oh, man. Some guys are already hammering them already. Like for big ducks, I think one guy texts me September 28th. I'm like, oh, you jerk. You got early goose coming up too. Like early goose, October, true. Uh, no, what? it's the end of this month. Is it's it? It's in September. Okay. I believe. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway, so, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>